Standard, we've got a great morning ahead of us. I feel full after Pastor Patrick's offering message. I feel like we could just go home. That was so good. Um, I want to talk to you today about the life of faith. Um, and as I was praying over this message, even as in worship, God was sharing with me um, that some of you have things in your heart that you have been believing in for a long time and maybe delayed, maybe discouragements hit, maybe you're just too terrified to do it. I'm going to share my story of um, stepping out in faith with Trash Your Bible and I am a reluctant faith person. Uh, I am one of those people that I have to have God's hand on my back pushing me forward. And this morning I saw this vision of a man and he was standing on the edge and um, just on the edge of this, almost like this mountain. And God was telling him to to fly, to step off, to, to fly. And God said to me, Katie, he's, he's, you've been there for a really long time <laughs> because your brain is stopping you from stepping out in faith. Because you're analytical like my brain is. I think of all the things that could go wrong. And sometimes analytical brains are great, but sometimes analytical brains are not good. Anyone else? Anyone know that? Because you think of I could probably measure the depth of that chasm by the time I'm looking at it and, and what's going to happen. But this morning, just close your eyes. I feel like the Spirit of God is going to lift you up. You're not going to need to step. He's going to lift you. And you're going to feel that sense of He is completely with you. This morning, I feel like there's women with business ideas and you're just feeling like, I can't do it. I, I'm... I'm it's just me. I can't do it. It's, it's, no one's going to want that. God's going to lift you in His Spirit this morning and you're going to soar on wings like eagles. Live a life of faith this morning. Father, we just pray that Your presence would be in this place and the words of my mouth would be like um, a strong sound, a strong trumpet that just, I feel like there's this command. As I was praying, I felt this Ezekiel spirit over me to say, prophesy. Son of man, prophesy. Speak it out. Some of you need to open your mouth and start prophesying what God has shown you just to get confidence in your spirit. So this morning, as we come around your Word, Lord, we pray that you would transform, change us and launch us into a new season. In Jesus' Name, Amen. Awesome, guys. Have a seat. Thank you so much, amazing band. That was so good. Great testimony, by the way. That looked painful. Oh, that's why I don't jump off cliffs. <laughs> that's because I'm old too. <laughs> um, with age comes uh, fear and wisdom. So, guys, <laughs> um, I think my dad has a, a shirt that says, the older I get, the faster I was, because he was a motorbike rider. Um, you know, uh, so I am so excited, first of all, to tell you, I don't know if I'm, I'm, am I announcing this or am I launching this, Silverwater C3 College is launching again next year. We are super excited about this and because I uh, have taken the step of faith and I'm no longer a PA, I will be here every week teaching you the New Testament. I am so excited. So come along every week. We are, I am more a historian than I am uh, kind of, uh, people say, I sit in your classes and I feel like I'm, in, I'm kind of steeped in history. That is what I'm doing my master's on, the Roman Empire and the book of Revelation. 
because I love the New Testament history. So we are gonna sit book by book next year. Um, you, all the courses are up there. I think Knight College is also launching. Is that right, Rob? Rob and I are gonna um, do this. Rob's running it, is that right? That's gonna be incredible. Now, November 10th. November 10th, if you are interested, November 10th, we are gonna have a um, college um, day here and it's at 11.45. So come along and uh, we have lots of fun. Lots of fun in our classes, lots of videos. Uh, sometimes with the Word of God, um, it's like a little key that unlocks it, and history unlocks the Word of God at a whole different level. Uh, it's incredible. We, um, so we're going to have a look at that. This morning, open up your Bibles, guys, to Matthew, or on your phones, to Matthew. Um, I don't have this on the, the screens. I know I've got a lot of scriptures. So, um, First of all, I have to thank Pastor Alex and Jessen. I know they're somewhere, but for having me. Thank you, Silverwater, for having me. I love coming. I feel like it's family. Um, we're talking about this incredible series about faith, something to believe in. We talked about Abraham last week and, and the father of faith and how he stepped out. Can I say, when you actually look at the, the, the declaration of Abraham, when you study what God says to him, he says, leave your father's household and go. Now we go, oh yeah, okay, because we are not so much culturally based in the father's household. But when you read the declaration of God to Abraham, he was basically saying, leave every security net that you've got. Your father's household was your security net. It was your wealth. It was everything about you. Leave everything that you are secure in at the moment and go. And we're gonna talk about leaving our security and going and doing things. Today we're talking about faith here's. Um, and we're in Matthew, I've been praying and I, I just keep getting this vision of jumping out of the boat. Can I tell you a quick story? Three years, actually five years ago, my flatmate, Kerry, is my um, partner in crime. She is the business manager of Trash Your Bible. I have a business, a Bible head, not a business head. And she runs all of this. Five years ago, she prophesied over me and um, she was, we were talking and she said, I, I had a vision of you. I was like, don't live with a prophet if you want to stay comfortable, Seriously. I was like, what? And she's like, I was just praying and God showed me you were on video and you were unlocking history and the Bible and, um, and it, it was on YouTube. And I was like, well, that's never gonna happen. And she said, why? I said, I'm never getting in front of a camera and I'm never launching myself on YouTube. That is completely anti the introverts. Do you not know me? I'm an introvert, that's not happening. Anyway, for two years, she just kept reminding me, hey, I still see you. No, it's not happening, thank you. God bless you. Again, Kate, I really think that... No, it was one time I said, you have to stop thinking, talking about this. It's making me vomit. You, yeah, <laughs> I beg you, I cannot do this. In my, every ounce of my being, this is terrifying me. Please don't, but you have to stop saying this. Anyway, I had this encounter with God in December 2016. We launched in February 2017. I had this encounter with God and I wanna share with you the three principles of faith that I have walked for the last three years to get where we are today. We are um, being just given a grant of $80,000 to um, write a Bible and a Bible companion, not the Bible, but a Bible companion of historical context of every book of the Bible. We're about to launch that in two months' time with Bible Society. Uh, Bible Society Australia has come on board. We get about uh, 3,000 individuals, about 10,000 hit, hits a month on the site, people engaging with us in the Word of God. And I, I wanna share with you the three principles of stepping out of that boat. Stepping out and doing something when everything in your brain is saying this is not gonna work. 
Is there anyone here this morning where you're like, this isn't gonna happen? I, I, I can't do this, this is, this is bigger than me. Awesome, if it's bigger than you, then it's God. If it's bigger than you, he's like, great, get out of the boat, because in the boat, you're in your own humanity. In the boat, you're in your own security. When you step out of that boat, you're in God. And your knees are bent, you're in surrender to God, and it's, it's terrifyingly fun. So let's, let's go. In Matthew, um, if you wanted to have a read of that, Peter gets out of the boat. And we're going to talk about this story. Okay. Three things of faith that I want to talk to you about. These are kind of cyclic, meaning they're kind of interchangeable. They don't go in order. Sometimes they're, they're all different. Number one, faith listens. John 10, 27 says this, and as I was reading it, don't you love when you read Scripture and it jumps out at you again? Um, do you want to throw John 10, 27 up there? Um, my sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. As I was reading this, I got the three principles of faith, which I have been walking in for the last three years. Number one, faith listens. I know we say faith speaks, but that's an action. The first thing that faith does is it listens to God and it gets a download of what God's saying. Number two is that faith knows and is known by God because your security when you step out in faith is that you know Him and that He knows you and you're in relationship. If you're having an issue with stepping out in faith, then I would go back to number two and say, now I need to know God a bit, bit more. When God tells me to do something, He said, you know, Bible Society comes and says, do this. I freak out and panic. I get in my prayer closet and I know how big my God is and I get my vision back. Number three, faith follows. And we're gonna talk about, as I said, it says there, my sheep listen to my voice, I know them and they follow me. Okay, open up your Bibles, guys, to Exodus. As I was thinking about faith listens, because for me, faith feels like an action. Do you know what I mean? It speaks, it prophesies. And for the first part of my journey, I was talking a lot in my prayer time. Oh, Lord, I need this. Lord, I need this. Lord, I've got to get in front of a camera. You should see the first video of Trash Your Bible. I wish I could show you. I should have brought it. Halfway through, it's me, and I, and I do this. Hi, everyone, it's Katie from Trash Bible. I'm here to tell you about the... <sighs> Wait, I have a panic attack. Oh, my God, I'll get it back. Cameraman Kerry's, like, giggling. <laughs> okay, but the funniest thing... I got it back, and I taught on, I think it was the Book of Acts or something, but the funniest thing was the editor didn't edit it out and launched it like that. Oh, I got this text... Are you having a panic attack in the middle of this video? I'm like, oh my gosh, so awkward. But you know what? Sometimes you've got to do it scared. So I, as I was thinking about this, I was thinking about Moses. When faith listens, I was thinking, who was the best listener in the Bible? Moses. So have a look at, um, jump into Exodus 3 with me. I'm going to jump into Exodus 33. It says this, the Lord would speak to Moses face to face as one speaks to a friend. Does anyone want that relationship with God? Because let me tell you, faith isn't about you telling God what to do. Faith is about you joining with God and what He's already doing. It's, that's pressure off for me because I don't need to come up with concepts. I just got to get in the slipstream of God, listen to what He's... He has amazing concepts. I remember when we put the website together. I don't know how to put... I, I'm technologically challenged. I'm like, God, I'm putting a website together. He would show me the website. This is how it works. And I'd go to the designer and say, it looks like this. And she's like, where did you come that come from? Three o'clock in the morning, God talked to me. This is what it looks like. When you come in and you, you stop talking and you just start listening... That's when the faith of God comes into you. And that's when the ideas of God. Now, Moses, have a look at um, Exodus 3. 
This is an incredible scripture. And as I go through this, um, I wanted to find out the origin of how Moses' relationship with God started. Is anyone else like this? I, I kind of, I like intricate details. So I went to Moses in the burning bush in Exodus 3. I'm gonna read this. Now Moses was tending the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian. And he led the flock to the far side of the wilderness and came to Horeb, the mountain of God. There the angel of the Lord appeared to him in flames of fire from within a bush. Moses saw that though the bush was on fire, it did not burn up. So Moses thought, I'll go over and see this strange sight, why the bush does not burn up. Can I stop there for a second? The strange sight isn't the angel of the Lord. The strange sight is the bush on fire. Did you know that? He goes, oh, what's that over there? It's a bush on fire. Me, I'd be like, there's an angel here. Moses is like, I just wanna see. He must a logical dude. Spiritual, I love this when you read the Bible. It come, I'm like, why wasn't he shocked about the angel of the Lord appearing to him? Angel of the Lord, that's okay. Bush on fire, that gets his attention. When the Lord saw that he had gone over to look, God called to him from within the bush. Moses, Moses, imagine that moment, the bush starts. And Moses said, here I am. Do not come any closer, God said. Take off your sandals for the place where you're standing is holy ground. Then he said, I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob. At this, Moses hid his face because he was afraid to look at God. The Lord said, I have indeed seen the misery of my people in Egypt. I've heard them crying out because of their slave drivers. I'm concerned about their suffering. So I have come down to rescue them from the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up out of that land into a good and spacious land, a land flowing with milk and honey. The home of the Canaanites, Hittites, Amorites, Perizzites, Hevites and Jebusites. And now the cry of the Israelites has reached me and I have seen the way the Egyptians are oppressing them. So now go, I'm sending you to Pharaoh to bring my people, the Israelites, out of Egypt. There were seven things as I read this because God speaks to me through the Word. And He's constantly speaking through the Word. If you are listening, when I come into my Bible time, this is like, and God said, and God said, and I'm tuning my antenna to what God says. Some of you, God, you can't feel like God's speaking because you're on the wrong frequency. Some of you, you don't feel like God's speaking to you because you haven't actually stopped talking. That's me. Sometimes I get in my prayer closet and God's like, <laughs> trying to get. Sometimes God's speaking to you and you're doing something else. Number one, I learned from this. Moses had to come away from his job come away to the burning bush to encounter God. He had to actually come away. God did everything to get his attention, but he could have gone, oh, burning bush. But number one, you've got to come away from the mess of your life. Come away from the busyness of your life. Faith listens. Faith hears. There's times where I'm watching television and can I say that God talks at the most inconvenient times. It's the best part in the movie. And you're like, this is amazing. And then you just get, anyone else get that unction in your spirit? Kate, come away, I've got to talk to you. And I go into my bedroom and I'm like, oh Lord, that was the best part of the movie, seriously. Movie, Lord, movie, God. It's always a juggle, isn't it? You get, you get into the presence of God and He, he speaks. Because you know what people of faith are? They're on that kingdom track where, God, where you're listening to God. The next thing is this. He responds. He says, here I am. When God speaks to you about your business, when He speaks to you about your family, he's gonna I'm gonna talk about Him speaking to you from the Word of God. Be present in that moment. Faith hears and listens to God. People of faith aren't always just action. People of faith are stopping and listening to God. Can I say he's desperate to talk to you? 
desperate. I, I love sometimes where I'm like, God, talk to me, talk to me, talk to me. And he's like, well, stop being so busy and come away with me. He's desperate to tell you all the great things that he's about to do. He's desperate to share with you. But you know what? For me, I didn't want to hear what he was saying because it was actually terrifying. But when I started listening and said, okay, God, I will do Trash Your Bible. I'll get in. What are you saying? Week, day after day. Ask Kerry. I'm up at three in the morning. I'm writing sermons. I'm, I'm got bit. As soon as I was obedient and just tuned in to what God was saying, didn't let my fear stop me. It downloaded after, day after. Now at three in the morning, we're now doing the Bible and the companion. So be present. Number four, in listening, you find out who God is. When you faith listens, can I say, he wants to tell you who he is. Because if you know who you, he is, you'll step out in faith. I know who my God is. I, Katie Haldane, I also know who she is, and she's an introvert that doesn't like speaking in public. But I know who my God is. And when I stand up here, I don't stand up here as Katie Haldane. I stand up here because God's told me to stand up here. And I know when I do Trash Your Bible, we walked into a business thing the other day. And they said, oh, you're the director of Trash Your Bible. And I was like, oh man, now I'm a director. <laughs> I said, yes, hello. But you know what? That's what God calls me. That's what God calls me. My brain and my circumstances don't change because I've got to hear what God's calling me. Couple of quick things from this and then we're going to jump in. Get to know his heart. Sometimes our prayer time is us telling him all about our heart. Can I say, just let him talk. I love it when he talks to Moses and he says, my heart's bleeding for the Egyptians, can I send you? But you know what? Moses let him talk. Moses let him. I don't share my heart with somebody who's on Facebook. Has anyone had a conversation with a person and you're just about to open and you know that all, they, all they're talking like this, looking around, you're not going to share your heart with someone who's distracted. We do that, right? Human, nature. If someone's on Facebook, I'm going to talk very shallow, shallow to them. I'm not going to share my heart. God's a little bit similar. In your prayer time, give him your full attention and say, hey, imagine that. How's it going, God? What you, what's on your heart for me? What's on your heart for my family? What's on your heart for my church? What's on your heart for the kingdom? Can I get involved? So... I love this, that we listen. Now, how do we do this? The last thing was Moses' destiny was found in listening to God. If you're looking for your destiny, have some time when you're listening to God. Now, I listen to God through the Word of God. That's pretty, that's good, isn't it? I listen to God through the Bible because I hear some prophetic people. Carrie's prophetic. She hears God quite clearly. Um, I, I've never heard God audibly. If you have, amazing. The one time God really yelled at me, was because I had to pray for my sister who was in trouble. And he, I obviously didn't, he didn't have my attention. And there was one time in my life where I felt literally this sound of a dad over me, go and pray. And as I saw my sister walking away, I got this unction in my spirit that something was gonna happen. I was 14, by the way. And I, I, I was like, something's going to happen. And it was like, no, that's it. I'm not going to see her. She's actually going to die tonight. She was going to a concert. And I heard this unction. God wants to talk to you. And he will talk very loudly if you're not listening. At 14, I, heard, I got this unction of this dad voice, go and pray. And I prayed for three hours. And my sister ended up in an ambulance. 
uh, ended up almost suffocating at the concert. And the time I was praying, God was talking to her about how to get out of the situation. This is, this is in tuned. But most, that's once. But most of the time, God speaks to me through this. Can I say the Lord said in this book is a thousand times. The Lord said, the Lord said, the Lord said. So if you feel like he's not talking to you, maybe you're not reading it. That bit cheeky. That was a teacher, sorry. <laughs> if you feel like, God, you're not talking to me. And, and there's a book right there that I wrote and it's got all your stories in there, people. When I feel like he's not talking to me, I open this and the stories in here talk to me. When I feel like he's not talking to me, I open this and, and even just reading it every day. There's days where I just feel like I'm reading my, eating my vegetables. Anyone had Bible time like that? I'm just eating my veggies, I'm just getting... And then there's days where it's Rima and I'm bawling. God, I love this book. Faith comes from hearing and hearing from what? The Word of God. So if today you need faith for your business, faith for your family, faith for something, start chewing on this. Because when you chew on it, it comes out. Because can I tell you, if it's not in you, it's not going to come out of you. I know that sounds like a bowel movement. I don't mean it like that. <laughs> I, mean that I mean it like my students would have been giggling at that point. <laughs> I mean, if you're not reading it at the point that you need it the most, it's not going to come out of your mouth. I know in situations where we, we nearly lost the $80,000 deal, we nearly lost it four times. And it just kept, and because this was in my mouth, faith kept coming out. The Word of God kept coming out because I put it in at the time where there was peace. I put it in at the time where there was nothing wrong. And then when something went wrong, it came out. So that's what happens. Number two, I'm going to quickly go through these. That's faith listens. That's the most important thing I want you to get out of today. He wants to talk to you. Stay on His frequency. Listen. Number two, faith knows. Some of you this morning need to have this understanding that you've got to be convinced of the Word of God. I love this scripture. It says 2 Timothy 3.14. But as for you, continue in what you've learned and have become convinced of because you know those from whom you've learned it. Can we keep that up there? When you read the Bible, read the journey of the Bible. Okay, unfortunately, sometimes we just skim over it. But as for you, continue in what you have learned, number one, and have become convinced of. Some of you know what God has said to you about your businesses and your family and your promises and your destiny, but you're not convinced of it. And can I tell you, if you're not convinced of it, you're not going to act on it. I had to be convinced, took a while, I had to be convinced that God told me to launch a Bible website. And I had to be convinced of it. I got scripture. I had to know because when the rubber hits the road and when the storm comes, that conviction helps you stand. So some of you this morning, God's telling you about businesses, family, even how you're going to pay your bills. Be convinced of the God of the Word. Be convinced that He has the power to do it. And if that means engaging with it, if that means wrestling with it, if that means asking questions, do it. I ask so many questions. I'm one of those kids, and you probably have this poor child, and they're going to end up like me, that whenever my dad said, do that, I'd be like, why? Anyone? Do that. Why? because I have to know the details. <laughs> I'm a detailed child. God says, launch a Trash Your Bible website. Why? Do you know what? He answered me. He didn't go, just because I said so, which is a very annoying answer to a child like me. <laughs> but tell me why. He said, you know, I'll show you why. And I'd walk into situations and I'd see the power of the Word of God in someone's life. 
I'd walk into a situation where somebody didn't know this word and how they were flailing and things weren't going wrong and they were going around the mountain and then the word of God comes in and sets them free. He said this, the power of this book. So I, I was convinced. Now have a look at this. I wish I had a board, but I don't. Your, um, your hearing the word of God becomes your conviction, becomes your action. Your thoughts become your belief and they will change the way you act. So if you want to be here, jumping out of boats like Peter, walking on water, doing business things, family blessed, all of this stuff, then can I say, you're gonna have to be convinced and change the way you think, okay? I would look at Pastor Phil and hear vision, Vision Builders' testimonies and go, how do I jump out of that boat? How do I do that? How do I? You know what? I had to change my thinking. I had to get the Word of God in and change the way I think. I love it when Peter got out of the boat. Can I say, he looked at Jesus for a moment. What happened when he was looking at Jesus? He was walking on water. It was going, woohoo, it's awesome. He was doing really well. What happened when he started to, what did he look at when he started to sink? The storm. Some of you this morning, the storm is more powerful than your God. And can I say how you change that? You find out more about your God. Because when God tells me to do things, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm never going to be able to do that. He says, find out who I am, who backs you, who's around you, who's surrounding you, who's before you, who's telling you to get into it. And when you have that confidence of your God, you keep your eyes on, your, on Jesus, the storm dissipates. It's like, mm, storm, my God created that. But if you get your eyes on that storm, everything wrong with your business, everything wrong with your family, everything wrong with why you can't do your destiny or your dream, then let me tell you, your God shrinks. I read this so that my God is bigger than my storm. Okay, lastly, and I'm gonna finish on this. Faith follows. Some of you here this morning, you're struggling with action of faith. Stepping out, two years it took me to overcome my absolute terror of being in public. I'm a PA, I'm a behind the scenes person, I'm not an upfront person. But you know what? When I had a vision and Jesus was walking that way, I couldn't do nothing but follow him. You've gotta know that it's not you walking ahead doing this destiny and this dream. You're just following him into the destiny and the dream. It takes the pressure off, doesn't it? It's like, I'm, I'm just, I'm with him. It's like the backstage pass, with Jesus, with Jesus, just walking through. Some of you this morning, we're gonna, we're gonna pray and just take that burden off that your business, your family, that you're doing this. You have to come up with this plan. You have to work this out. No, all you gotta do is keep your eye on Jesus and follow. I had a prophecy just recently because I've just stepped out of the boat and quit my job. What? Uh, for a logical person, it's just insane. I can come up with a hundred things of why it's crazy and only one reason to do it because God said so. And someone said to me, Kate, when he opens a door, like a gentleman, he's gonna open it. You've gotta have the faith to follow. 